Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. This is the third and last section of our full interview with Kevin Breichmann. Kevin is a PwC director at the Treasury practice of Belgium. And there since 2011, Kevin has focused on supporting priority clients in managing large treasury transformation projects. These multi-year projects see him help clients define their target operating model. Tom, if you don't know what it is, I advise you to listen to the previous episode where we break that down and then help clients implement this target's operating model. Kevin also leads the Treasury Audit Service offering of PwC Belgium, where he leads the review of some of the most complex treasury centers. In the episode of today, expect to learn about a real-life example of a multi-year treasury transformation project that Kevin led. Uh, typically, how long did it take, what were the main challenges, and why retrospectively it was even more impactful and necessary than expected. And of course, much, much more. We enjoyed our conversation with Kevin so much, we really hope you will enjoy it as well. If that is the case, and when you think about how you discovered the podcast, somebody probably told you about it, you discovered it through the suggestions of your favorite podcast app, or maybe even via the social media. This is the best way for us to spread the treasury world, and it will mean the world for us if you'd share, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. And well, it makes us have and I very happy indeed. With all that being said, please welcome Kevin Brackman. Kevin, how about we, so once that we have covered all the theoretical aspects in the podcast, we like to illustrates what we've just talked about with a, with an example, with, with a use case. Can you walk us through a transformation project that you have led? And by this, I mean, give us a little bit of context. Uh, why did uh, that transformation start in the first place? What were you aiming at achieving? Um, what was the size of the company, the length of the project, and the main challenges you faced? And did you achieve what you wanted to achieve, of course? <laughs> yeah, sure. So the clients I would uh, like to talk about is actually a Belgian company. Uh, they approached us a few years ago, initially to ask that they had quite a lot of internal payment systems being used by the local entities to, to execute payments, but they actually had no central visibility on first of all, cash in the local accounts, neither where actually cash was uh, leaving the company. So they came to us to ask for our advice on what we potentially could do to help them to get central visibility and control over the cash. Um, now, when we started to talk to them, uh, when they were starting to explain to us how they were running their day-to-day -day operations, we started to see that there may be an, an opportunity wider than only payments uh, there. So in the first phase, we actually did the um, analysis. Um, so we basically we took some time to understand how electricity operations were running today. And it became quite quickly clear that they were running on a very old TMS system, which they were actually only using with a very small part of their day-to-day -day operations. The biggest part of their day-to-day -day operations were actually being done manually in Excel, which was very time-consuming for them. So very quickly, we helped them to build the roadmap for the longer term. We helped them to build a business case. 
And basically, as part of the, the roadmap execution, we helped them with a with couple of things. The first focus was on selecting and implementing a new treasury management system. So we have helped them in doing that. Now, the full, all the treasury operations are being handled into one system. We have central visibility of all treasury instruments in that system. We also helped them to automate the accounting. Before, it was a purely manual process. Now, it's fully automated. So that was for us the first focus. And there, that was also important for them because I met them actually a few months ago. They have gone through a very rapid growth over the last couple of years. And they basically said, if you would have needed to accomplish that growth or meet at uh, the desk we were doing a few years ago with the size of the company today, it would have been impossible. So that new infrastructure really helped them to cope with the additional volume. Then second of all, it was more on the payment side. We helped them to implement a centralized payment system. So now all of that internal ERP systems are being linked to one central payment platform, which is connected via one path to the external banks. So before they were manually typing in, their, their payments now it's all being split through, no touch. And what we have done with them as well, which is a bit particular, we have linked that central payment system to what we call a sanctions screening tool. Uh, what does that tool do? Before any payment leaves the door, which goes to the bank, it's basically being sent to that tool. And the tool is checking that the beneficiary that's trying to make a payment to is not on any sanctions. It's a quite hot topic for the moment because as part of the Ukraine-Russian war, there are more and more sanctions. These sanctions are changing every single day, so it can always happen that sort of supply you're working for from one day to the other comes on a sanction before you, uh, without you being aware of it. By using this external tool, which always is updated with the latest sanctions list, they avoid it with ever to a payment to the sanction part. Um, so that was quite important for them as well. And it was only possible because we have now routed all payments to the full group via that one tool. So that's something we have done for them. Now, before we actually started with the roll-up payment system, they had a lot of different banking partners. So we also helped them to basically reduce the banking partners by taking initially around 80 different banking partners to 50 on five. So that tremendously helped in accelerating the rollout of the payment factory. And also we helped them to reduce the number of bank accounts. We were able to close over 60% of all bank accounts by doing basically two things. First of all, challenging the use of the different accounts app today. We noticed that they had multiple accounts for the same purpose. So basically we closed a lot of these accounts and we also set up payments on behalf of for all foreign currency payments. So basically now the central treasury entity is doing those payments on behalf of the local business units. As a consequence, we were able to close all of these foreign currency accounts locally. And then last of all, Due to the type of the company, they also have a very big trade finance portfolio, a lot of bank guarantees. Um, before it was very decentralized, was handled by the local business units, especially on the receiving side, the ones they own suppliers. We have helped them to put in place a central process so that basically they have a central view of all incoming guarantees. They have a central platform by which they manage that. Also, for the outgoing guarantees, the ones they issue themselves, we have set up a tool that they have, first of all, central visibility, and they also are being notified about 
when certain actions need to be taken automatically uh, so they don't forget to take things. So it's a bit of a nutshell what we have done for them. For them, the objectives were really, I would say, more qualitative, which was really about having visibility, control about outgoing cash, automating certain tasks, because uh, they have a very limited treasury team uh, to cope with, um, with the uh, expansion of the company. Nevertheless, even while the focus was on the qualitative benefits, where we were making the business case, it's still a very positive business case in the sense of the payback term on the project was less than three years. So it has been a big effort for them, but it's both helping them from qualitative, but also a cost savings. I mean, that's you made the link between the payment system and uh, the fact that you need to connect it to every single bank um, earlier in the in the episodes. It's it's interesting to see that okay, we're gonna transform the payment system and the payment landscape, and we're gonna have to connect it to all the banks. Oh well, we might as well just rationalize the banking landscape then, and it's imbricates into each other like the transformation projects speak to each other. There is interactions there. Super interesting. For these specific clients, I, I guess we are we are more in the five years uh, roadmap than in the one year one, right? Or how, how long did it take? From the initial discussions until, let's say, accomplishing all of the objectives, I think it was four years. Now, I would say the first year was really focused on implementing the new judging management system. Year two. And three, I would say, of rolling out the payment factory. And the fourth year was onboarding some smaller entities with already more at the end and more the trade finance part. So as I already mentioned before, it's not we do everything at the same time. It's in different phases. And here it was over 40 billion, but not every single project itself didn't work yet. And in terms of main challenges, did you did you find the famous change management and uh, stakeholder management, or what were the the main challenges you faced on this one? The famous, yes, I, I need to say for this client that uh, it's a super nice client. Yeah, <laughs> need to need to admit uh, at the group level that they're, they're very supportive. They're always uh, they always help to push everything along. Now it is a bit of a decentralized group, so we always have indeed these conversations with the local people to convince them why we should be doing this this uh, way of working. But uh, in the end, it went, went quite smooth. And that is why, why is that? Because we also had a good sponsor, I would say, on the client side, who really helped us to navigate through the organization, who really helped to explain also to the local uh, people why this is important, uh, which is a tremendous uh, help for us, of course. Awesome, Kevin. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't touched on about transforming treasury departments? Yeah, but, uh, one thing, um, maybe it's, um, I always say it's a, it's a team effort. Um, you cannot do this alone. A lot of companies do the digital transformation projects alone. Other companies involve consultants. Um, I think the benefit of evolving a consultant is really can be, first of all, an extra pair of hands because we don't have the day-to-day operations and how we can bring in the expertise. But then that's maybe talking a bit against my own shop. We cannot do it alone. So it's always a team effort. Uh, we always involve the clients. We always make sure that we have a dedicated person on the client side also helping us. That's what you need, I think. 
Sometimes I see in certain companies, consultants coming in, they do whatever they think. It's a fast moving train. Uh, the client cannot follow. Always, we always want to try to work together with the client to find a pace which works for them to make sure we focus on the right priorities and make sure that we commonly achieve the objectives together, which I think is important to also take into account when you think about planning a treasure transformation project is to make sure that uh, you find a, a way to combine it with all the other things going on. Cost. You know, it always comes back down to the people, right? That's uh, and it seems to be a common theme whenever we chat to anyone. And um, for sure. Kevin, thank you so much. Super, super insightful. And um, if people want to reach out to you or PwC Treasury Belgium, where should they go to find out more? We have a website, so there you can always find a bit of extra information, pwc.be. If you want to get in touch with myself, I think you can uh, potentially post my email address in the comments. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So always, if anybody wants to get in touch, feel free to send me notes. Always happy to, uh, to have a quick chat. Um, or to listen about any things you want to talk about. Very cool. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin.